This is Fireproof Your Retirement with Michael J. Markey Jr. Fireproof Your Retirement is 15 minutes of real questions, real concepts, and real answers. Michael's passion is to teach listeners the same thing he's taught clients and prospects, how to take control of their money. It's been this philosophy which has garnished Michael and his firm Legacy Financial Network national attention. In 2010, AM Best featured them as one of the top 10 most innovative agencies in the country. In 2014, Insurance Newsnet magazine featured Michael as a local celebrity and life health pro, named him hero of the insurance industry. Michael's even been given the Moving America Forward Award by William Shatner. Now here's your host, Michael J. Markey Jr. Good morning and welcome back, West Michigan. It's a pleasure to have you back with us again today as it is each and every week. This is Fireproof Your Retirement, where the only blanket statement that we like is that we don't like blanket statements. I am your host, Michael Markey. With me today is producer Mitch. So today we're going to focus on annuities and fees. I want to talk about fees. We don't talk about fees enough, or maybe we do, but why are annuities good? Why are they bad? I know it's certainly very misunderstood. And do you have a fixed annuity, a variable annuity, a high cost annuity, low cost annuity? Which one is it? How do you know? How do you know if you have one of these annuities that some people say are bad? And I, you know what? And by the way, I don't think that any particular annuity is bad. I think that there are types of annuities, there are types of investments that are either used correctly or incorrectly. And if they're not used the right way, then they don't work well. I think we should be careful and cautious anytime a radio host, anytime a financial advisor or an investment advisor or an insurance agent or whatever you want to use, whatever term you want to put in there. I think you should be cautious and careful of listening to any source of information, which starts to say one thing is good and one thing is bad. I mean, isn't it, doesn't it make sense that one exists or both exist for a reason, that they're around for a reason, and that, see, with annuities, they have to go through the Department of Insurance. They've got to get approved by each state. Does that make sense that there's probably some positive things, some things that worked well in those particular annuities? So, I do. Um, Before we go further, so today really came on a question, and we don't get a lot of questions, and I'd like to get more. So, um, you're going to hear me over the next few months, give out our email address more. You're going to hear me give out our uh, telephone number more. And it's because I want to be able to get more questions from you. So that way we can help more. That way we can answer the things that you guys are thinking about more. So if you have any questions that you want answered, (laughs) let me, (laughs) let me rephrase that any financial questions that you guys want answered, I want you to email us. It's radioquestions at legacyfinancialnetwork.com. That's radioquestions at legacyfinancialnetwork.com, or you can certainly call our office. Local number is 616 
589-4004. All right, so here's the question, Mike. I hear that annuities are bad. They have a lot of costs uh, and they're really expensive and overly complicated. Well, I wanna say, let's be careful about making blatant statements. Not all annuities are high cost. Not all annuities are complicated. Um, but certainly, absolutely, that's the impression a lot of people have. Um, so let's go with number one. Um, it's not really about the fees, but one of the, a big misconception I hear about annuities is that when you die, the money you had in there is gone. It goes to the insurance company. There is a type of annuity that does that. It's probably one of the most seldom used annuities. It's an annuity, there's basically two of them. And, they, and even this now doesn't always work this way. But at its purest, simplest form, they're called um, um, income annuities, either a single premium immediate annuity or a deferred income annuity. Both of those uh, give a guaranteed, the highest guaranteed monthly income for life. And if you pass that money, um, unless we mark some different options, that money stays with the insurance company. That's not how most work. Let me say that again. That is not um, how most work. But typically, when we talk about annuities with high fees, we're talking about annuities with mortality and expense charges, administrative charges, sub-account fees, and rider costs. That does not mean every annuity with these are expensive. But it does mean if I pay... <clears throat> say one and a half percent for my mortality and admin, and then I pay one percent for the sub account, and then I pay one percent for the rider. Well, boy, Mike, you know, one and a half and one and one, that's three and a half percent. That is expensive. Absolutely. So, in you know, many cases, I'm not saying that that product doesn't have maybe some things that would be beneficial to you. But my personal opinion is that high cost annuities typically do not live up to the projections, to the promise, not promises, to the projections, the non-guarantees that they show. And I think that we should buy annuities. Anytime we look at annuity, if you own annuity, it should be based on what the annuity is guaranteed to at least do, not what we think it might do. Annuities are there for our income, for future income. It's a contract between you and an insurance company for a future stream of income. That's it. So if I'm going to use this as my income planning piece, it better be based on what I know it will at least do, not what I think, what I think it might do. Because I know the income I'll at least need, not this income I think I might need. There are some expenses that just aren't going to go away if the S&P 500 doesn't do what I want it to do when I want it to do it. There's a benefit to removing certain elements of risk out of your financial planning. When we remove some of these elements of risk, it allows us, it frees us to make some different decisions in different areas. And that's an important thing. You know, um, Dave Ramsey talks, and, and obviously you guys know I don't agree with everything Dave says. Actually, probably a lot of things I don't agree with. And you can see that with the, the columns we write. But Dave talks about how when you remove this element of risk, it allows you to make different choices. He talks about if you flip the, occasion, the, um, 
equation. Flip the question, what would you do? And so I always ask people, you know, if the government was willing to cash out your social security payments today and give you a lump sum, would you take that money? Let's just assume you're, 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 commit, you're already getting it and you believe that social security will remain. I could give you a great argument why it will for those collecting, but it's a 15 minute show. We don't have time. So you're already collecting. Would you take a lump sum benefit and invest that money in the market just for the higher possibility of gain? Probably not. And fees are important. I believe that if you looked at the fees and there are these, these products, whether it's an annuity or anything else, when they start getting in this two and a half, three, three and a half, four percent range, that that is so much negative pressure that pulls away so much at the performance that it's hard, it's much more unlikely for them to achieve their projections than it is for lower cost products. And there's a lot of statistical data to support that. And one of the big misconceptions though with certain types of annuities, variable annuities in particular, are these lifetime income benefits. What is a lifetime income benefit and what does it do? I meet people, I had one the other day, we'll call him Bob. Bob had $200,000 annuity and he looked at it and he goes, well, Mike, it's guaranteed to be $400,000 uh, in another, it was about seven years. It was a guaranteed withdrawal base. His account was worth 200. This withdrawal base was at about 250 and it was guaranteed to be 400 in another six or seven years. He goes, Mike, why on earth would I get rid of this? Even if it's got 10% fees, it's guaranteed to be worth 400,000. I had to look at him and say, Bob, that's not how that works. If you have a guaranteed withdrawal benefit, that's not a lump sum. In many cases, it's not a death benefit. It's misunderstood for those things. And I, I pointed the statement. I go, look at this. Uh, you gave me a statement for end of the year tax planning purposes in 14. It was worth, I don't remember the number. And now we look at it now, it's down 30,000. I thought you said this was guaranteed to grow up 5% a year. He goes, well, I thought it was too. And I said, well, maybe it's just this withdrawal benefit that's guaranteed at that. And he goes, I bet you, Mike, that's what it is. And I said, do you know how that works? He says, no. I said, it tells us right here. If we look right here, it takes the guaranteed withdrawal benefit and it multiplies it by 5%. He goes, what does that mean? I go, 400,000 times five, it's $20,000 a year. He goes, but Mike, I'm going to be like 75 or 76 years old when it hits this 400. And I go, I know. How long does it take withdrawing $20,000 a year to realize that entire quote unquote $400,000 benefit. He goes, Mike, 20 years. I said, I know that puts you at 95. Is it really as big of a benefit as what we thought it once was? He goes, well, I don't think so. You know, and in his contract, and and this is very common, in his contract, he had a 1% fee for the rider. He goes, Mike, I don't think 1% is too bad. I go, well, it's not, but we got to look at all the other things, right? Let's see everything together. In total, he had about 3% fees. And he goes, well, I guess that's not horrible. I said, wow, that's, it's your money. I kind of think that's high though. 3% starts to cost a lot. And, you know, we started looking. I said, wow, Bob, you know, this 1% fee though is based on, for the rider, it's based on that withdrawal benefit, that 400 number. I go, let's look at this. If your account value, which is right now 200, if that goes to 250, but your withdrawal benefit is 400, you'll have $5,000 a year in fees on the 250. But that 1% is based on 400. So that's 4,000. 5,000 and 4,000, that's $9,000 a year. Now it guarantees um, $20,000 a year. But when you start withdrawing that, it's not just 20, it's 29,000 coming out. That's going to affect the benefit for your wife. 
And that's going to affect anything left for your children, isn't it? I said, Bob, let's, and I want you guys to imagine, I did the math to make 29000 a year off a $250,000 investment. That means we have to hit a little over 11.5% every year just to break even, to break even. Even it's 11.5%. Then I said, well, Bob, what if we break even for three years? We don't even dip into principal. Is that pretty cool? He goes, yeah, Mike, that's pretty cool. I go, what if the market dips then? After that, it just dips 20%. Not a huge, I mean, a a bear correction, right? I go, well, then your 250 becomes 200. But are are you going to stop taking your 20,000? He goes, no. I go, is the insurance company going to stop taking their fees? He goes, I don't think so. I go, so now you have 171. It's called 170. On 170000 to now just break even, you actually have to make almost 17% a year. How likely is that going to be? And we can see that, you know, those fees and those withdrawals are going to just wash away, or I shouldn't say well, but very likely to just evaporate what's left for a spouse or for the children. So not all annuity, you know, no, no one product is bad. High fees aren't always bad. But I do subject this to you that let's not pick annuities because that's an income piece. Let's no longer pick these things based on what we think they might do, but what we know they will at least do. Let's pay attention to fees because I think fees matter. And I think when most people see what they're paying for these things, they understand they matter too. It's real money. It took you 30 to 40 years to save what you've saved. And now we're just going to put money away and not pay attention to what we pay. I don't think that's a good choice. That's my opinion. And if you need help, we've got a wonderful staff here. We've been, I've been very blessed to have the people around me be as talented and as hardworking as they are. Uh, I sometimes scratch my head how I got as lucky as I, I did, but we're here to help. We're not here to change things. We're here to educate you about what you have. And I feel strongly about that. And I think that's why we have the reputation we have. That's why we built into the number of offices we've had. And, and you know what? And, and life's been good. And I appreciate that. I appreciate your support. I appreciate you guys coming back with us each and every week. Um, until next week, this has been another episode of Fireproof Your Retirement. I am your host, Michael Markey. God bless. This has been Fireproof Your Retirement. For more information, contact Michael J. Markey Jr. of Legacy Financial Network. Call toll-free at 855-LF-NETWORK or online at LegacyFinancialNetwork.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 